Welcome to the Train Like a King podcast, dedicated to all things paddling, designed to help paddlers of all levels get motivated to get out on the water. Tune in, grab your paddle, and let's train like a king. Hey guys, and welcome back to another Train Like a King podcast episode. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about heart rate training zones. Recently, I posted a video of me testing my paddling specific max heart rate using an outrigger ergometer at home. That is the best way to test your paddling specific heart rate other than on water. And because it's in a controlled environment and it's has data that you can use to do the pro- protocol that I did, which was an incremental in, incremental protocol test. So starting at a certain wattage and increasing that wattage by 10 every two minutes until I could no longer handle the intensity. And that basically coupled with wearing a heart rate chest strap, I was able to measure what I call my paddling specific max heart rate. And the reason why I say it's paddling specific is that your max heart rate for different sports differs because you're using different muscle groups. The more muscle you use for a particular activity, the more likely your heart rate will be higher. And in sports with less muscle groups involved or activities with less muscle groups involved, the heart rate's probably not going to get as high because the heart doesn't have to work as hard to get blood to those working muscles so once you understand your maximum heart rate you can then start prescribing yourself training zones so usually typically garmin has five different training zones training training zone one two three four five really easy intensity you know zone one versus high highest maximal output you know kind of anaerobic level at uh, zone five so it's important to note here however that there's a lot of different training zone calculations out there different percentages for different zones different numbers of zones so nothing's really clear cut and even if you do know your sport specific max heart rate sometimes they don't always correlate especially if you just go by certain equations sometimes you sometimes you may not be able to hit a particular training zone even though you know your max is at a particular level if someone prescribes you an interval that's a little bit longer than what you can sustain at that intensity then then you can kind of run into issues which is completely fine it doesn't mean anything because ideally you're doing certain intervals and certain training sessions for a reason regardless of your heart rate you know you do short intervals or extended intervals so that you learn to work at a higher intensity than potentially a long endurance race because it just teaches you how to be faster it 
taxes other systems and you get faster so i want to discuss a few of the things that can impact heart rate because everybody is different and the key message here is that you know yourself better than anybody you know your subjective feeling your perceived effort during training you know yourself and the key is when you're using heart rate and heart rate training zones is to not let it fully run your workout you have to use heart rate but then also use perceived effort to make that session worthwhile and so the the first thing i will talk about is age so the older you get typically the lower your max heart rate is over time but that's not necessarily always true and if you don't a common way of actually testing your max heart rate is using an equation 220 minus your age but sometimes that's definitely not reliable it's especially not reliable for all sports or all people because people can still have high max heart rates even in their older age and then even young people can have low max heart rates so age has an impact um and i will also say that just your genetics you know play a part in that i was always told that some of the most accomplished endurance athletes in the world we're just born with an abnormally large heart, which is pretty cool, I think. <laughs> you know, sometimes that might be the case. And it, it like is everybody is different. So it's about understanding yourself more than anything. The other things that can play a part is weather. So whether it's warm or whether it's cold can severely impact your heart rate during training. So that can make it difficult from session to session to be consistent. Uh, even, you know, whether if you're sick or you're feeling unwell, that can impact uh, your training, your heart rate. If you're fatigued, you may be overtrained, that can affect your heart rate. Even um, your emotional state can affect it. If you're busy thinking about something something else or you're worried about something else that can affect it there's even i find on race day compared to training on race day my heart rate before i've even started before the green flags even gone up i'm already sitting in zone three sometimes because i'm that excited that my heart rate's high and but then when you're at training sometimes it's you i you know, it's really hard to even get into zone two. And you, you think like, why? But you just have to understand that there's a, a lot of variation in individuals, between individuals, different external factors that may impact your heart rate. And yeah, the best thing to do is obviously, uh, you know, use use everything that you can to monitor your training. But at the end of the day, when you're out there on the water in a race, your biggest concern is, you know, catching waves or 
breathing or your breathing or your uh, thinking about your race strategy or taking a drink or you're not worrying about what your heart rate's doing really well sometimes you might but sometimes you want through your training and through looking at heart rate and comparing that to your perceived effort you should be able to develop feeling for your own body for your own system for your own fuel gauge and i i compare it to you've got a gas tank similar to like you have in a car you know and when you're racing you know when you're got your foot pedal to the metal you know you know when you're full throttling and you're probably going to run out of gas pretty quick if you stay there you know that subjectively and that's what training and racing is all about is finding that optimal cruise control level where you can have your best performance and so yes heart rate training is awesome it's good but take it with a grain of salt and and try different things so a common thing issue that i have with uh, a lot of uh peddlers is they can't hit higher training zones you know you might you might prescribe someone a zone four or a zone five for a particular interval duration and they just can't hit it or you just can't sustain it for that length of uh or that length of interval that's completely fine the main thing with an interval is that you're you're working at the maximal speed possible but the most consistent um, speed or intensity possible too for example if i give you a 10 minute interval you will naturally figure out how what intensity you're going to be able to sustain over that 10 minutes that's sustainable for that whole interval rather than going up fast and too way too hard for the first minute and then just like slowing down for the last nine this doesn't work that way with intervals so the other thing that you can do if you aren't consistently hitting those zones is just try to take five ten or more beats off your maximum and if that allows you to hit into a zone then all the better doesn't necessarily change anything because it's i mean i'd like at the end of the day it's all about you and your subjective feeling and how you're feeling um but that can help you just to give you a bit of ease of mind maybe your training zones are a lot are different despite having a high heart rate they may be different you just may may be the way your body operates and so play with your training zones play with them you know and at the end of the day just know that on those days that you forget your watch and you forget your heart rate strap that you can still go out there and have a really good interval workout based on feeling i know i gotta go out and do two minutes on two minutes off i'm gonna work hard with good form and technique in those two minutes and then i'm gonna rest well in the two minutes and i'm gonna make sure that session is really a really quality session i'm not gonna go out there and just wreck myself on the first interval and then all the other intervals are bad that is subjective feeling and the more you can do that more in tune you can be with yourself and with your paddling 
the better you will be. So I will probably finish it with that. And yeah, I just want to say that Train Like a King are working on something pretty cool to do with training plans, making it easier for you guys to access them, purchase them, easier communication with me and, and so forth. It's going to be pretty cool. Can't disclose too much information, but um, yeah, watch the space. Thank you for listening to another episode on the Train Like a King podcast. Check out trainlikeaking.com for training plans, merchandise, and coaching opportunities. If you haven't already, give us a follow so you don't miss another episode. Catch you on the next one.